0: We are back for our Inside Franklin Athletics. I am your host, Brian Powers. And I'm your co-host, Chaz Hill. And with us today, we have a very special guest. We have our boss.
1: Uh, <laughs> we, a dangerous one. We're doing we it. We have
0: co-host. our boss with us today, Dr. David Clendenning. Hey, uh, for me so, on. Yeah, We forgot to applaud. <laughs> there it is. Hoosier
1: Hysterics. You guys have a song like Hoosier Hysterics.
0: I know. I was thinking about that. We need to get some kind of theme song, but we I yes. need to I need to figure out I'll talk to Hankins about getting something or uh, have someone like do an intro for us. So. Yeah,
1: absolutely. We you know Hoosier Hysterics. Yes, yeah. that's right. Uh,
0: so. Doctor, or I'm just going to call you David. Because yeah,
1: absolutely. absolutely. We're, going, we're going
0: low key, and that's what I call you anyways. Yeah. Uh, so, David, just uh, the past couple of weeks, pretty easy. Nice little uh, lean into spring break. Nothing nothing big going on. Um, yeah, just your past couple of weeks. How's it been?
1: Leaning in would be uh, a key phrase. We've been leaning in, but not necessarily school, but uh, – just this whole changing environment that we're in with, with the, the pandemic, staying inside, making sure learning continues. Um, it's been It's been really intense. it's been um, crazy. and I'll tell you that there is a silver lining uh, in, in many things that we do. and there's one here. I think people are starting to realize that teachers like the two of you, your job is rocket science hard <laughs> Wow! I, I wasn't
0: it myself but
1: i mean and, and they're they're seeing it you know you've seen some of the memes going back and forth but i think everybody realizes how difficult this is um and so kudos to our teachers i'm sorry it took a pandemic for people to wake <laughs> up and say hey that is a really tough job
0: Hey, yeah it's it's been uh, it's been a crazy couple weeks, and I've just seen it all over Twitter about um, just just people with the mad respect for educators now lately, and um, so so that's that's a good thing. Okay, past two weeks you've had to answer COVID nineteen questions. We are done with those. All right, great. We are moving on to something way more important: sports. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So growing up, where did you grow up, and and what did you by play as a kid?
1: All right. I grew up in Ellisville, Indiana. Uh, I usually tell people Bloomington because it's a lot easier. It'd be like uh, Bargersville to Franklin type for proximity for everybody. I went to Edgewood High School, graduated back in the early 80s, uh, played football and baseball, uh, basketball for the first year, my freshman year. But – but really, played uh, football and baseball throughout. Enjoyed that. Um, after that, I kind of segued. So I, I was a starter for the for both of those teams. Uh, leadoff hitter. Um, you know, some 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 fun highlights. Uh, hit a home run in sectionals. That was kind of fun.
0: That's a big deal. Um, on my yeah.
1: first day, I had two home runs in a South Putt game. I still remember <laughs> that. So that's kind of. You know, going back to those glory days. I'm one those I Putnam play. County people. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then football, I really, I really enjoyed football. That was the one that I, that I felt it, I got a lot of joy out of, and it actually kind of helped me get to where I am today as superintendent. From I played for a guy named Coach Dick Renard, and Dick was uh, the Edgewood football coach. Then he went to Bloomington North to be the coach, and I went to IU. Uh, my love for IU was. Uh, Started when I was really young, but obviously going to school there, it helped immensely. While I was at IU, uh, I, my sophomore year, I started coaching at Bloomington North High School. Hmm. And at Bloomington North, I coached, I was a varsity assistant coach, coaching defensive backs. Oh, uh, wow. And uh, s- my uh, sophomore, junior, senior year at Bloomington North, I also then worked for a guy named Tom McKinney. Tom has roots back here in Franklin. Tom's claim to fame: he was the last Indiana basketball coach to win one class tournament basketball, Bloomington North. And was, I was, uh, he
0: was with uh, Dwayne. The one of the Dwayne's yep. uh, was one Jeff, of one of the years. would have been a freshman.
1: Was that yep. what it was? Yeah, they were. They Scott and they were studs. Scott May's uh, son. Uh, he was on the team. It was a ridiculously good team. Um, but anyway, Tom McKinney was the head coach, and he had actually taught in Shelbyville. So all these connectedness back to going back to sports helped me to get to where I am. Um, I started uh trinor swim team when I was there. That was another exciting thing. So I've, I've coached just about everything under <laughs> the sun. Um, I would always say, yeah, I'll do it thought I was going to be the next, you know, Bob Knight. Uh, I think everybody did back in the 80s. Like, I'm going to coach like that guy. Uh, and not only did I get to, to, to think I was going to coach like him, I actually got to work for him. Uh, so that was a pretty cool experience when I was at IU. I was uh, working on Bob Knight Basketball Inc. side of life. H- his son, Tim, and I were uh, high school friends and and we you know did stuff. So Tim ran his dad's business side and so he hired us uh and so what we did was we would travel during the off season to the different clinics all over the nation and we would set the stuff up sell the merchandise pack the stuff up and come back home during the week we would stuff envelopes where people bought stuff so that's what i did for coach knight um it was a great job and he would interact with us uh i know i'm just kind of a stream of consciousness to get the different things but i'm hopefully answering some of your questions yeah. so coach, probably a couple of memorable things um, we were in Minnesota one time, and uh, the, the way it was set up, he couldn't work with college athletes that were Division One. He had to work with like the JUCOs, or, and he couldn't work with high school kids. So we had the junior college team out doing some drills, and these high school coaches were sitting up in the bleachers. And these kids were so nervous. I mean, they couldn't hit a layup. They were throwing it over the backboard. They were just scared. You know, you, Coach Knight, right? Right. So the coaches are laughing at him, at the players, like that they're missing. So Coach Knight asked the guys to sit at the baseline. And then in his only the way that he could say it, and I can't say it on here because this is a rated G show, Um <laughs> He told those. Coaches, you don't have to. You yeah. don't have
0: to order. You don't have to answer to anyone.
1: You can say whatever you want. <laughs> well, I've got five more members. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, Coach Knight told those those coaches sitting in the stands. They thought it was so funny. They could come down and do the drills. Uh, and one person <laughs> uh, laughed after that. Uh, another thing that happened during our time was right uh, for many people growing up. You knew there was some tension that was going on with Bob Knight in his uh, last part of in the in the late 80s. And New Mexico tried to hire him to come be the coach. And they had a full page ad in the Bloomington paper about great trout fishing in the area and Albuquerque and all these different things. Well, when this was all breaking, we were in New Orleans uh, doing one of his clinics. So the national media was all there and all the craziness going on and uh you know coach knight would he would interact with us but he wouldn't talk to anybody you know he wouldn't talk to the media and and so it was kind of fun to see what was happening at that level but he was always very very nice very kind uh when, when from working for him so i enjoyed that um that was that was a good gig uh that i had wasn't there uh
0: wasn't there one of the jobs that he was going to take but they said he told them not to leak it and someone leaked it, and then he so he backed out.
1: Yeah, so he was going to actually be a Wisconsin Badger guy. Right,
0: yeah, Wisconsin.
1: And he told Wisconsin, "Do not tell anybody." While he was still at Army, and of course, they were so excited that they blabbed. And he said, "I'm not going there. It came to IU." Yeah, yeah. So, but man, uh, that those were those were the days. Uh, you know, you start to see all of the the players come back, and all the different things that are happening. Um he definitely ran a program that was uh was something else.
0: Now, while you were sitting at the uh the merchandise table, did he ever throw a chair? Uh, and, <laughs> oh, and, come you know,
1: on. <laughs> but I'm sure that if we needed one, he was very good at getting <laughs> chairs to, you know. Listen, that that Purdue fan needed a seat. Yes, there and was he helping I don't understand. He was so unselfish. He doesn't understand this. He was
0: so unselfish. That was okay. so funny. I'm Such a great guy. Yes,
1: absolutely. Just help somebody get a seat. That's all they hey, need. Listen, Assembly Hall is tough to get a ticket. Exactly. To a seat. Yes. He said, "Here, have mine." I, that's <laughs> called chivalry. That's what you're that's going to stand called. the yes. whole
0: time. Now, okay, so, uh, so, so you're coaching, and and what all did you coach then after?
1: So I, uh, so I coached. Um, Baseball, basketball, football, and swimming. Actually, what
0: is okay as, as a coach? Now yeah. we asked uh, Sable this. So, and you're the you're the you're the boss. So I don't know if you want to answer this or not. What's like the worst thing you've ever said to an official? Or if I recall, you you were an official too, correct?
1: Yeah. So I did I did officiate. Well, you know what? Uh, here's a funny. Uh, David Clendenning, Angie Clendenning story that I'll tell that kind yeah. of segues to your question. So I'm coaching baseball at Shelbyville High School. And Angie and I had started working in Shelbyville together. We didn't know each other. And um, it was the spring season. So the school elementary nurse that she worked for, her son was on my team. And so they came to the game. And she's like, looking for me everywhere. It's like, well, where is he? Well, I was standing on this concrete slab because I wasn't allowed to leave. Cause I just gotten thrown out of the game. <laughs> 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 and here's what I said. So the, 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 rep was having a tough day at the office.
0: Naturally, I, thought I would
1: cheer him on, and I said, Good job. <laughs> and he said, You're out of here. Now, there might have been a few things belong before that, but never anything uh never anything too bad. So yeah, uh, what's another thing that I've said? Worst thing I've said I was in Martinsville one time, coach of basketball, and a guy named Wade Amos uh was third baseman and we were having a tough day. We were making some some errors, and you know how it is in high school, right? So we go to, we, we, we tagged this kid out. It was clearly he was out and I'm calls him safe. And so I walk over, I said, wait, did you touch that kid? And the guy says, yeah, I touched him. I said, you, I looked at the ump. I said, you're umping as bad as my team's playing. He didn't like that either. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Two, two stories that I could that I'll tell. But really, I mean,
0: you're just, those are just facts. Like I was just helping people see the fact. State facts. There's nothing wrong with that.
1: Exactly. The officials <laughs> have to get better thick, better skin, better skin. So, as an official, what was the worst thing anyone ever said to you? Uh, you know what? I was at Cloverdale one time, and um, the varsity coach, he was just kind of a crazy, very, very loud, kind of a night, night-esque person. I'll just say that. And it was a JV game. And uh, if you guys ever been to Cloverdale, the old gyms, you know? you get off the gym and you kind of walk down this tunnel yeah. and you go in the locker room and he was standing on top of the bleachers yelling at us. And I'm like, you're the varsity coach. It's a JV game. But, <laughs> so that, that was probably the, the, worst. were there any
0: food items thrown at you? No,
1: as you <laughs> um, but I'll tell you one of the, one of the best games I ever, ever got coached a or, or ref in. Um, I actually refed down in Bedford one time. It was the Indiana All Stars with Damon Bailey, Eric Montrose, Thunderbird, Chris Reynolds, and they played the Junior uh, All Stars. Uh, and I ref that game, and that they were probably well, it was sold out in Bedford. Yeah, um, because of Bailey and everybody. I remember going to throw the 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 uh, the jump ball. And Lawrence Funderburg still had his necklace on. I'm like, Lawrence, I said, you got to take your necklace off. And, you know, just stuff like that. that, You know, these guys were still high school kids. Um, The play that I remember in that game is that someone threw a pass to Bailey on a fast break, but it was an Aaron pass. Damon catches it before it goes out of bounds, jumps, throws it behind his head, and Funderburg's trailing – or Eric Montross is trailing. Throws it behind him and just dunks it. Uh, (laughs) it As a ref, you can't cheer, but it's like I'm thinking these guys are pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that ref cheering?
0: He should not be clapping. (laughs) Why did he give him a high five? That is not. I've
1: had some fun experiences with sports. It's been a, it's been a passion, but it also is taught a lot. So I've really enjoyed doing that. Um.
0: So now. You are obviously uh, not in high school or high school athletics anymore. Um, what is – how many events do you go to? Because we see you at all kinds of events. How many sporting events do you think you go to a year?
1: Oh, man, I don't know. I try to go to everybody's sporting event at least once from middle school up.
0: Then
1: mm-hmm. um, obviously at the, at the varsity level I'll go to a lot more. Um, so I, I don't – I can't even tell you how many I go to and I don't always get to every, every event. I mean, that's my goal is to do that. I I would have to say, I don't always get there because of just life, but, uh, I try, I love sports. I love what our kids are doing. Uh, the teamwork and the, and the things that, that go to, to make an athlete and they should be supported and honored for that. That's why I try to go and support them.
0: Yeah. What do you do now to stay, to stay active?
1: You know what? Uh, ride my bike. Uh, so I've got a bike and it's actually sitting right over here. Uh, and I ride on a trainer like this weekend, I rode uh, on Saturday for two hours and I have this virtual avatar and the program's called Swift. And I rode up, uh, I rode a place in Innsbruck, Austria. Mm-hmm. And did to oh yeah. And then I did another one yesterday. I did interval training of the same program and rode for an hour. So I ride my bike. Uh, I've put in uh, last year just oh, just under two thousand miles. The year before that was twenty five hundred. So I ride my bike for for stress relief. Uh, I'll ride again tonight. Um, there, this is this. There's something going on. It's pretty stressful right now, so I got to try to make sure. i we're hey, really... not we're not talking about that. It's, it's, <laughs>
0: yeah, it's it is. You I know what's ride my bike? Here's what's stressful. It's uh, the NCA tournament I use in the Sweet Sixteen. And that's what's stressful about it. So big, big game uh, Thursday for the Hoosiers. That's. <laughs> Did they beat Arizona? Are they playing? No, Arizona? they play Arizona. It's on. Uh, I think it's Thursday. I think they're doing it the same time. Are they? Yeah, right. I think that's what it is. But I don't know. I saw that this morning. It was either Thursday or today, and I don't remember what it was. But yeah, cool. Yeah. So um, okay. So we have. Uh, you you got to go here in a second. So we appreciate that. But we have uh, what we do is we leave a question. So All right. the person who was here on Friday, which is Clayton Call, left a question for you. And All you have right. to leave a question for our guest tomorrow, who is going to be Shelby Beal, the uh, softball coach at Franklin Community High School. So are you ready for this? You got to listen because this is. All right. I may have to on. say it a second time. It's a mind vendor, <laughs> which is rare for Clayton to send us a mind vendor. <laughs> <but. laughs> so, would you rather fight 1,000 B sized Mr. Hearts or one Mr. Heart sized B? And Mr. Hart is a uh, strength yeah. coach at the high yeah, school yeah, yeah. For, for our I, listeners I, who aren't I here. think I'm, I'm going to take the 1B, 1v1. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's unprecedented. That's a Chaz, big B. Yeah, Chaz and I were just talking about that right before you got on, and I said I was thinking about that this weekend, and I think I would go with the 1,000 Bs just because Mr. Hart's big enough already. Think about the size of the stinger. That's going to be yeah. a freaking tree land.
1: Yeah, but see, I, I just think that I – he 's got blind spots and then I'd be able to help him you know those eyes can't go very far in the back
0: that's true
1: he's so, you know I'm taking the 1v1 on and if it's a thousand bees you can hide from that you can go inside that's a really good point as well but I probably wouldn't I'd take him on could I could I could I have like uh, any other superpowers or could I like bring items with me
0: no that's that's ridiculous how oh, about a, okay. giant, a giant fly squatter? Yeah, that'd be cool. No, a regular size fly. <laughs> I got you. very <laughs> All
1: um,
0: right. So,
1: very, so you very got
0: your question for, for Shelby. And wow. if you need a little time, Chaz has a
1: question for you too. All right, Chaz, go and give it to me and I'll think. All right, so I'm a big
0: uh, movie guy, uh, David, and I think you can tell a lot about a person by what movies they like. So if mm-hmm. you had to pick, like, Three to five of your favorite movies, not in any particular order, but just some that maybe mean a lot to you or you've watched a lot or something like
1: that. All right. Uh, Breaking Away, which is uh, okay. the, bike, the bike, uh, from, from uh, Bloomington. Uh, I like that. Um, I just watched Prisoners with my guys. I have two sons coming back. That are coming back from college. Ryan is the Air Force Academy and Tate's at IU, and they were home, they're home with us now. And we watched Prisoners the other night. Um, that was that was an interesting movie.
0: Is that that's the one with Hugh Jackman,
1: right? Hugh Jackman, yeah. The, that, the little that is an intense movie. It's that really is good. an intense movie. Um, so as a family, like when we sit around the sound of music is one that uh, that we watch at our house. And, Mm -hmm. you know, how do you solve a problem like Maria? I don't know that answer, but as soon as you figure it out, let us know. Um, (laughs) Let's see. What, what else do I like? Um, Hoosiers? Hoosiers was good. Yeah. Hoosiers was a good, was a good. (laughs) good, The layup answer. Hey, my, uh, (laughs) my brother
0: was on here last week and he said blue chips.
1: Oh, no, not blue. Hey, I went to high school, back to Hoosiers. Speaking of Edgewood, I went to high school. You remember the guy in Hoosiers who said, who you calling a gorilla? Do you remember that? Yeah, scene? yeah. He the said that to, yeah. Yeah, I went to high school with that guy.
0: <laughs> he said uh, Gene Hagman p- poked him in the chest and said, you for one.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that, that was it. Uh, what, what's one more? Man, I don't know. I don't see that many movies. Um, I like suspense movies. Um, I like to read. I'm a big reader, uh, actually. What are you reading uh, right now? Uh, actually, what I'm reading right now is called uh, Navajo Canyon. It's about it's a true story about the uh, reservation basketball
0: oh, okay. uh,
1: from Navajo, and they're following this team as it heads to the tournament.
0: Nice.
1: Uh, so uh, I got it off one of the guys, uh, uh, not Hoosier Hysterics. Uh, what's his name? Not assembly called. Anyway, it's one of the guys that that blogs a lot about IU. He read it, and I thought, that's a good one. Uh, But I also read a guy named uh, Jack Carr, Mm -hmm. who uh, used to be a Navy SEAL. Now he's a writer. Uh, He's written three books. And then C.J. Box, uh, he's another uh, out west writer. This guy is a conservation officer, and he gets in all kinds of pickles and things like that. So it's interesting. So I'm, I still, I don't know. There's, I'm sure there's another movie out there. I just don't know it.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. You got a question right. for Shelby?
1: Yeah. So Shelby, when, when you first heard you were going to be the new softball coach on a scale of one to 10, what do you, what was your, what was your anxiety? <laughs> and then how do you, uh, after, after you realized old oh, man or old oh, woman, I get to be the new coach. Um, who was the first person you told and what did you tell him?
0: Oh, that's a good, good one. question. We have to say that though. He's our boss.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I appreciate it. you guys making me feel good. Can I, I, you know, I need it, I need that pick me upper. <laughs>
0: uh, that's what we're here for. <laughs> you guys are good, I appreciate that. So, I watched, we watched my wife and I bench watched the uh Jack Ryan series on Amazon Prime, uh, oh, yeah. a couple months ago, and now I've been reading like all the Jack Ryan books, the Tom Clancy yep. books, yeah, which my brother made fun of me for because he said <laughs> those are just like mass produced and they don't even edit those.
1: My like, gosh, shut
0: up, you exactly. j- just.
1: Let me read them. (laughs) Exactly. So are you a Kindle guy or a paperback guy?
0: Paperback. I got got, like seeing my progress.
1: Yeah. I I love my Kindle. I mean, right here, I got my my phone. When I get stressed, I'm like, okay, what can I? Got my little Kindle app up here. Uh, I actually read uh, Season on the Brink a
0: couple weeks ago.
1: So, yeah. Oh, that's a, no, that, for night. That's a little stressful. Hey, yeah. so that go, A basketball season on the Navajo nation, Canyon dreams by Michael Powell. So there you go. That's what I've been reading. Oh, it's Michael Powell book. Okay. yeah Richard North Patterson is the one I just, I just read called final judgment. That was a pretty good one. It was about a, a murder that took place out uh, in uh, New Hampshire. Um, so I'm a murder mystery guy.
0: Hmm. I like I like murder mysteries. Yeah, agree with those. So. And then
1: also cycling, one way ticket by Jonathan Vodder. This guy was on uh, Lance Armstrong's team when he was early early in the two thousand, and then he's now uh, the manager director for Education Fund, which is a the bike a bike uh, team out in Europe. So yeah. pretty
0: cool. What was your thoughts on Lance Armstrong? Did you think he was innocent? Oh,
1: heavens, no, he's not innocent.
0: (laughs) Did you you think he was initially?
1: No. (laughs) No. I'll
0: tell you what, when I was five years old, there was no greater hero than Lance Armstrong. And then now, looking back, yikes.
1: If you think Bob Knight treats people poorly, (laughs) let's just, holy cow, he makes Knight look like an angel. (laughs)
0: that's yeah uh, i yeah I've, I've heard stories about him so all yeah. right well thank you so much thank you. Thank you for uh joining us thank you for uh for just uh talking hopefully we could get your mind off of the iu sweet 16 yeah. match. it's coming yeah up. <laughs> you
1: know
0: hoosiers we'll right.
1: we'll, there, maybe virtual yeah. or not we'll take a yeah. beer yeah. hey, keep up the good work
0: all right thank you, thank you. Thank
1: you. see you later bye